you know nothing about this guy and you just immediately said nope fuck him <laughs> like what why that, i want you to break down so for those just tuning in because we just hit record i was watching a youtube video while we were getting ready you leaned over looked at who i was watching it's mkbhd a tech reviewer on youtube one of like the top 10 uh like youtubers of all time uh and i said you know this guy and you said nope fuck him and i said do you actually have poor opinions of this guy or was that your first instinct and it, <laughs> you have never heard of him never seen him <laughs> just nope and then the, the way your brain works the only option for the next words out of your mouth is fuck him <laughs> why Break that down for me. Why? Well, what wanna, made you like well, this? Well, don't forget, I asked you. I said, am I the only person that you know that's like this? And you didn't answer that. Because I feel like it's a it's a regional thing. I feel like that's kind of how we are. Here's the thing. Yes. Regionally in New England. You are. Oh, I am. <laughs> I don't know anyone who would be that aggressive about someone <laughs> who I'm clearly enjoying. I'm watching his video about a phone that I'll never buy because I just like his content and <laughs> I'm showing it to you. I'm showing that I have an interest by saying, do you ever watch him trying to open a conversation and you slam the door in my face? It's like if we were friends in elementary school and we live near each other and it's a beautiful day out and I came knocking on your door and I said, hey, do you want to ride bikes today? And you said, nope, fuck you, slam. Like, oh, you could just say no. Or, like, act like you have an interest. Do you want to know why I said that? Yeah, I, I do, actually. That's the weird thing. I knew he was talking about a phone I didn't care about. So fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Really? That's where my mind went. I'm still... I'm, the wire isn't connecting those two <laughs> thoughts for me. That's how my mind went. I saw somebody talking about something. And the second I heard screen, and I saw it was small, I knew it was a phone. And I was just like, whatever phone he's talking about, I don't give a shit. And just fuck him. Why fuck him? I don't know. See, you're that's still <laughs> brushing past the most important link. And <laughs> you think... <laughs> So here's, let me flip the tables. You, for some reason, are into this YouTuber guy. You're watching it. I go to the bathroom. I come back in. I wonder what you're watching. I peek over. You say, do you ever watch this guy? I look at it. I see screen. I see that he's talking about a small phone. That's a phone I'll never buy. I'll say, nah, that's my answer. Just, no, I don't. But like implying that, but like, I'm glad you do. Like that's, that would be the next thing out of my mouth no like what's his name no i've never heard of him no doesn't look familiar <laughs> to answer your question without fucking slamming the door in your face but nope fuck him sorry mkbh i don't know that's just my that's just how i who i am right like yeah it sucks <laughs> like i don't mean malice by it sure I don't mean to shit on him. I didn't say fuck him and fuck you. I didn't say that. <laughs> he has 15.9 million subscribers on YouTube. You've really never heard of MKBHD? He's like interviewed Obama and Kobe and Elon Musk and stuff like fuck that. But he's... <laughs> but he also he, he reviews products and like a very... His whole thing is he very, cares very much about videography, which is just makes his videos nice to look at mm -hmm. uh, and like set decorations and things like that. But he reviews things in a very like 
user accurate way. Like he was just talking about this, the Pixel 4a or whatever. And he said that the camera bump is smaller on the back, which he actually doesn't like because he used to like hook his finger on it. And he doesn't use of that. No other tech reviewer is going to talk about how the camera hump getting smaller makes it less comfortable to hold. And he's talking about like the new M2 MacBook Air is really great, but the dark blue one, the color he was really excited to get leaves the most amount of fingerprints, which is really annoying. Like everybody else is going to pull up like a bunch of benchmarks and it's like, oh, we had it run this program for 24 hours and here's how it performed. He's like, yeah, I don't like the fingerprints though. That's the kind of shit that I, I care about. That's why I watch him. Again, I didn't mean malice by what I said. Explain what you meant. Give me adjectives of like feelings that you wanted to convey feelings that were in your mind like fuck him like <laughs> i don't like that's malice no no it's not no it it's is not. it's not you're taking it as malice you're taking this malice. Uh, let me let me try something okay try it on for size let me know if i'm right you okay. send it right back if it's not okay you a complete disregard is your feeling like couldn't care less in the world yes so fuck him yes all right, whatever. I'm over this. Yeah, <laughs> you should it's, watch MKBHD. It's not malice. It was just that I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Like, fuck that. I'm not. But fuck not him is different. Than no, no. Okay, so like, it's like, it's like, uh, uh. Okay, you know when you're really not in the mood for something, food wise. Sure. Yeah. Let's say you really don't want, I don't know, Italian food. Yeah, I really don't want pasta. You really don't want pasta, and you're at a really nice hotel. And they have some restaurants available. They have an Italian restaurant, a Chinese restaurant, and a steakhouse. And the first one you pass is the Italian restaurant, and you don't want it. Fuck pasta. No, you no, you think nah, fuck that, right? Like nah, fuck that. nah, fuck that. No Italian. That's how you're, that's how I am. You're like Steve Buscemi from Reservoir Dogs. What? You, <laughs> have you seen Reservoir Dogs? Yes, of course I have. Mr. Pink. Yes. It's like these these waitresses. They make most of the living off of tips. He goes, nah, fuck that. <laughs> In the exact same tone that you just <laughs> described it. Nah, fuck that. No, I, I say it. I say it in a, in a way of just. It's how you just dismiss that as an option, I guess. In that sense, for the Italian restaurant. It's like, nah, fuck that. No, no, no. Sure. Fuck that shit. I'm, I'm thinking of that whole tipping scene from reservoir dogs like one of the most famous scenes from that movie and i'm just replacing steve buscemi with you now and it works (laughs) (laughs) i know you disagree on that stance on tipping but (laughs) everybody go google reservoir dogs tipping watch the whole scene and replace steve buscemi with your imagination of who dubs is and it's perfect (laughs) just imagine dubs's voice coming out of steve buscemi's face i just Nah, fuck that. I'm surprised I'm the only one you know that's like this. I feel like everybody's like this. You're you're, you're one of you're one of my most intense friends. You have the most intense emotions about everything, <laughs> including your benevolence. Like, you're intensely benevolent. <laughs> you you don't care so hard. <laughs> What did uh scam scam said I am chaotic neutral. Yeah. <laughs> Intensely benevolent. <laughs> you are chaotic neutral. That's what Scam called me. Scam called me chaotically uh, chaotic neutral. What am I? Do you know that like that no, ranking? No, at the time it was like, "Hey Dubs, you want to play with us?" And I was like, "No, no, no, fuck that." Of uh and of he was, D&D. Yeah, and yeah. he was like, "Yeah, you're 
Delp is just the chaotic neutral that we don't want in the party anyways. Yeah. Or something like that. What's that? Alignment chart? Um, alignment chart examples. I'm going to Google it and just run you past some characters to give you like an idea. You know what the nine are though, right? Uh, not off the top of my head, but I know enough like lawfully good and yeah. lawfully evil. And- yeah. Top to bottom, it's lawful, neutral, evil. Or no. Lawful, good, No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> lawful. Don't you play D&D? No, I yeah, but I'm reading it wrong. <laughs> it's lawful, neutral, chaotic, and then good, neutral, bad. So in the middle it's true neutral. Uh in one corner it's lawful good, which the example given here is Superman. Superman is lawful good. Mm-hmm. He does the right thing because it is the right thing to do and he Captain has a strict America, code Superman. of ethics yeah. exactly. Um chaotic good is V from V for Vendetta. Okay. He does the right thing, but in a fucked up, chaotic way. Right. right. Uh, lawful evil is Darth Vader. He okay. like yeah he abides to a strict rule and protocol, but chaotic evil is the Joker. Right. It's like perfect example. Yeah. Uh, neutral evil is the Xenomorph from Aliens. Just evil for evil's sake. Not ah, really. Just is it evil or are you just in the food chain? <laughs> That's a good point. Right? Like, because is it actively trying to be an evil thing or is it just trying to eat? That's a fairly good point. Agreed. Let me look for another. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Think about it. That's technically evil to us, though, in That's our perspective, true. because it's trying to fucking eat us. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Right? So I could see that. I could see Some that of them the are thing. always tough. I There's no I see one that, alignment chart that I've ever seen that absolutely nails But it. I could see the xenomorph sure, if sure. we think of it like that, of like, it's evil to us. Uh, neutral good. I don't know his name. I could just see the picture. It's uh, Nathan Fillion from Firefly. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. good, but like doesn't really follow the rules, but isn't like super chaotic. Uh, chaotic neutral uh, is Jack Sparrow. Just chaos. Not really good or bad. Just fucking. <laughs> and then lawful neutral is um, uh, Jean-Luc Picard, who's just lawful. Whether or not it's a, the good thing to do or the bad thing to do, he if it's the, the right thing to do, he follows the 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 code. Yeah, and then true neutral is Treebeard, <laughs> just doesn't give a fuck, <laughs> doesn't do anything. So that's that's the alignment chart. So what did what did Skaven call you? Chaotic, chaotic neutral. neutral. <laughs> he said I'm chaotically neutral. <laughs> I like that. Which I like. I didn't understand. I still kind of don't. You do you think I'm chaotically neutral? I think. <laughs> I don't know where hype rage fits on this alignment chart. Chaotically hype rage. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Oh, I thought it was all Star Wars. It's mostly Star Wars. Okay, that helps. It's not mostly Star Wars. There's three okay. Star Wars. Okay. Neutral good, Luke Skywalker. Lawful good, um, Commissioner Gordon. Chaotic good, Robin Hood. Uh, lawful neutral is Predator. So I think that's more in line with what you're saying with... I guess because Predator hunts people, so he's still evil to us. But yeah, okay. Uh, true neutral is Aldo Rain from Inglorious Bastards. I don't know about that. I one. don't know about that one. <laughs> Chaotic neutral, and you'll like this one. Han Solo. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, totally, baby. Lawful evil, Darth Vader. Uh, neutral evil, Agent Smith. Neutral evil? I think so. I think so. I don't think so. What would you put him as? Evil, right? Or He's neutral? Evil. evil or neutral? He's evil. He's a computer program. That's trying to assimilate and take over every other program. 
just By computer program. Would that he be? Deems it his, he deems it his purpose. What, is he chaotic though? Because he's like a bug. He's chaotic in his means, but he is very calculated in what he's doing. Interesting. So he's somewhere in between lawful and chaotic. Because he doesn't. He's not at random. He's predictable. Yeah. And his motives and actions are clear. Yeah. Right. So I mean, interesting. But he's evil because but he's, of that. Would you say he's lawful evil then? Ah, uh, yeah. I would okay. say he's lawfully evil. And then chaotic evil. They chose the Joker again. He really is the best. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I was gonna say Agent Smith could be borderline chaotic evil. Yeah, with his, <laughs> he could be lawful or chaotic. So kind of neutral. They I put think, him in neutral. I think he started off lawful. Mm. And then he turned chaotic. I think he got more chaotic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, God, there's so many. Like, none of them are really that good. Especially not like they chose all of them from the same universe. Because that makes it even harder. Because mm. when you could choose, like, Darth Vader, Jack Sparrow, the Joker. Like, you could pick, like, the perfect characters that fit into them. Treebeard is, like, perfect. Superman is perfect. Mm. But, like, when you try to pick them all from the same universe, like, if you had to do all DC, it's like, okay, well, you have Superman. But, like, where does Batman fit? But Han Solo works, I think. Chaotic, neutral. He fights. He only protects himself. So he's not necessarily not good or evil. He, he came back to help Luke. That's true. So a little bit of good. He protects the princess. Yeah, but he's also like in it for money. He's in it to protect his own butt. He's in it out of guilt. He's he, in it to get laid a little bit. Eh, he becomes a general. To get laid a little bit. <laughs> he, he, he leads the gorilla mission in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And how do you feel about him being chaotic? Is chaotic right? See, this is where it's so tough. I like, think yes. It's tough be- to boil down an entire character. I think yes, because he's predictable, but at the same time, he's not. Like, he's not predictable in the sense of by nature. He does things that would would be predictable for the scenario. But, like, the fact that he came back for Luke, that was random. Yeah. The fact that, like, he gave up on his marriage and left the rebellion in the uh, sequels. Hmm. Like, that was... Like he lost the Falcon. What? Like yeah. he's also very yeah much. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So somewhere between Han Solo and Jack Sparrow is chaotic neutral. It's chaotic neutral. Yeah. So anyway, that's the alignment. Why? Chart. What do you think you are? What do you think I am? I have an idea. I think you're you're closer to lawful good than you are to neutral good. I was going to guess neutral good. I think you would if, think that at first, but just like, I know your, your reactions to things. Actually, I could say, I, yeah, I could see you being more neutral good. Yeah. You could see you being more neutral good. Cause, yeah. Cause it depends on the day. I depends could be, on very, the day. I could be very chaotic. <laughs> depend on the day. I think, I think with me, you start in true neutral, true neutral, dead center. And then you like dial up. I'm like halfway to good. And then, like, like it teeter-totters a little bit between lawful and chaotic. I think that's where I am. Halfway between neutral and good and flippy-floppy between chaotic and neutral. Which, when you put it that way, is pretty chaotic. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I would say... Sometimes I follow the rules. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, pretty much. Sometimes you're like, that people... policy. And other times you're just like, nah, fuck policy. <laughs> sometimes people are like, what the fuck is Chris doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Exactly. Some days you go weeks without telling me if you're going to make it to a podcast or not. Yeah, chaotic. <laughs> That's that's chaotic neutral. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's that's you being chaotic neutral. Yeah, exactly. So you're kind of all over the place. But yeah, I'm sick. Whoops, I'm camping and have been for a week. Yeah, <laughs> I don't feel like <laughs> leaving the house today. Yeah, yeah. Fun. Very fun. Uh, did you finish Miss Marvel? I did. So did I. What are your thoughts? Spoiler alert for Miss Marvel. Spoiler alert. Are, is this going to be spoilers for the rest of the episode? Maybe not. Probably not. No, nah, probably not. Right? But whatever. It's Miss Marvel. But spoilers which, for the TV show Miss Marvel Season 1. If you haven't seen it, see it, I guess. I think... Uh, I don't even want to say most people have seen it. But here's the deal. If you're still listening, spoilers aren't going to ruin this show for you. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably First still and listen. foremost, this is a kid's show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. This is a kid's show. <laughs> If that high school scene didn't tie it together, that's exactly this is a kid show. That's why I went from yeah question mark to yes period. Yes, <laughs> this is a kid show. Scene. This is a fucking kid show. Yeah, keep in mind. Uh, do, uh, have we talked about it on the show? Because I know yeah. we've kind of been off. We talked about uh, off it. rhythm. We've talked. About I was it. ahead, then you were ahead. We talked about it. Okay. Um, I think we talked about it after like episode two or maybe three. No, more than that. I think we talked about it after episode four. I don't think so, but. Can I share my thoughts? Yes, please. Episode one. Oh my God, this is so refreshing. Marvel's got it back. Like I've been kind of feeling the slump, but who? This is so cool. Get get some Spider Man into the Spider Verse vibes. Come some kind of Scott Pilgrim vibes. Fun new characters, new type of culture that like I'm not used to. So like that's really refreshing and mm-hmm. new and eye opening. Episode two. Wow, this is so fun. I'm gonna have so much fun with this se- season. Episode three. Okay, here comes the Marvel. The, we're getting a little a little standard here. Now there's a bad guy and they're gonna have to go and find her powers and go on an adventure and blah blah blah. Episode four. What the fuck happened to this show? Why is this episode so hard to watch? Episode five. What the fuck happened to this show? <laughs> This is terrible. I don't even want to watch the finale. The finale. Oh, that was pretty good. Okay. Those those middle two episodes really sucked. <laughs> I think the middle two episodes had to carry a lot. But they it felt like it's someone ham-fisted those middle two episodes into what would have been a really cool show. They had a completely different tone. They dropped the whole like graphics and fun like art and things like that in the background that they had in episode one and two mm. with like like all the cartoons that were like coming out of her mind and stuff like that completely dropped that and like episode three but episode three was still kind of good they just like i felt like they were kind of dialing it down then episode four and five are all about the spoilers the clandestines and like the gin and the karachi and going back in time and like partition cares about this and this doesn't really have anything to do with the story well it was i think that was to explain the partition in the history yeah which is i think that's what that was for interesting which is it is interesting but i also think i also think the loss of the daydreaming type of arty artistic font and text expression mm-hmm. in the first two episodes i did also miss that that's that's the coolest part i think of how they did this but i think they dropped it because she no longer daydreamed she was focusing on the present interesting and i think that's why they stopped having her do that that's interesting that's an interesting take not justifying the fact they stopped it because that was a really cool thing yeah but i think that's why they did it i think 
if that were the case, the story case, I think there should have been a scene where she stopped doing that because it seemed like it was the show doing that. It was just mm, an artistic, like cool the way, way to it do was the shot. Show. And, yeah, like yeah. um, what's the actor's name? Edgar Wright. What the hell? Um, I keep getting a call. Uh, Edgar Wright, the guy who directed Scott Pilgrim, and mm-hmm. um, uh, he did Baby Driver and a, a couple other things. He does a lot of cool, like playing with the background and incorporating the background into the story in ways that are kind of like kind of like suck you out of it and like break the fourth wall, but in a very interesting, fun way, they're kind of doing that. So I figured it was like an homage to that or just something very similar to that. But if it was her daydreaming that and they stopped it for a story reason, there should have been a scene where like maybe she was daydreaming something and then shit got real and she like stopped. She like snapped out of it. And like we saw the daydream, like the curtain drop or something like that. And all of a sudden she wasn't doing that anymore, but they didn't. And it just, I, I missed it. Because it was so cool and it was so refreshing. Um, it was so, like, nice to look at. And then they just kind of dropped it. So I missed that. And then, like, holy shit, I didn't care about the clandestines at all. <laughs> like, they were the most generic, poorly done villains. They just, we want to get back to our home. And you have the bangles, so you have to help us. And she's like, no, for some reason. I don't know why. Because it's, if, if it's they actually do it, it, like, rips and destroys Earth. The, yeah. The, that dimension. That's why. Yeah. And like, that's another segue into like, I really loved how small stakes the show seemed to be like she was going with that. She was having problems with high school stuff and she was Mm. learning these powers and she saved a kid from falling like 30 feet or something. And I was like, okay, hell yeah. This is an origin story. Oh, she has to save the universe in episode four. (laughs) Like (laughs) that's too fast. And like, just lower the stakes for once. Like it's kind of what has me excited for the end of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home because now he's got a fabric suit and he's in New York City mm-hmm. and like I'd really love him to just stop a couple bank robbers <laughs> and like that would be but really refreshing to watch. His story is always against a villain. Yeah, but like a villain and stuff like that. But like give us like Scorpion or something like that. Like I mean, I don't think they're gonna do Green Goblin again. I don't think they'll do Green Goblin again. I could really see them doing Scorpion because um, they introduced Scorpion a little bit. He's a character. He's played by Michael Mando, who's a huge character in Better Call Saul and who is like giving one of the best acting performances I've seen in a very long time. Better Call Saul is the prequel to Breaking Bad, which you'll definitely never watch Mm because you'll need to watch Breaking Bad first. Mm -hmm. But he's in that. He's incredible. He's also Voss from uh, Far Cry 3, the bad guy from Far Cry 3 with the yes. Mohawk. Yeah. He's incredible. He's very so good. Could, he plays a good bad guy. I think people would love to see him now. Would it surprise you if I told you I saw the first half of the first episode of Better Call Saul? The first half of the first episode of Better Call Saul? He got on a bus. He was talking to people. He was doing a sales pitch. Yeah. On a bus? Yeah. I remember thinking... With a bunch of old people? Yep. That is not the first episode. Oh, that's like the first episode of season four. <laughs> oh, well, I, that's what I saw, and I thought this show sucks. Why do people love the shit out of this stuff? No, people love this shit. This is uh. this is so fucking ugh. What a waste of fucking time. Yeah, man, I can't believe you didn't like a random episode of a prequel TV show to a show you haven't seen. That's man, you really got a good taste for Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think Miss Marvel was a very fun show, and it that's the difference. I the very first episode, I was taking it as a fun show. I wasn't watching, you know, um, 
like I wasn't watching like Wanda Maximoff deal with the trauma of what she went through mm. with Endgame. I wasn't mm-hmm. watching mm-hmm. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Moon I wasn't Knight. watching Loki. Yeah, like go through his own adventure of like coming to his own realization and, and personal growth of himself in the universe. I was watching just a kid. Mm-hmm. And that's why I thought it was just fun. And that's why I was saying this is a fucking kid show. Yeah. From the dialogue to the action scenes to like the way that she's embarrassed by her family when it comes to like possibly being on a date with somebody. Like yeah. every single aspect of this is for a kid. Down to the final high stakes high school uh, scenes yeah. where the high tech armored super weapon powered soldiers turn the corner and get bombarded by softballs. <laughs> yeah, it was very campy. And, and it's so fun. powerful. They can't, in all of their ballistic protection, look up and pull a trigger in their forward direction. Yeah. Right? Which, in reality, they literally wouldn't flinch. <laughs> I mean, like, they might flinch, but, like, they're not going to be, like, pushed back. Yeah. Like... <laughs> It was, you remember in high school, they had that softball shooter machine that would blow a hole through your torso <laughs> if you got hit with it. They had that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it was just, doing a number on these soldiers. Uh, it was just, it, it was, yeah. Anyways, it, it yeah. was um, campy, like you said, to a certain yeah. degree, but it was definitely, I, I liked it. I think I overall liked it. I liked it more than Falcon and Winter Soldier. Easily. By far. In, in like two words, what are your thoughts on that show? <laughs> what show? Falcon and Winter Soldier. Two words. Um, Fuck it. it. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Correct. Uh, thank you for that. Um, yeah, you're welcome. I think I... Here's the thing. I I think Miss Marvel was fine. It's, it's my least favorite Marvel show so far. Really? I yeah, which is so disappointing because episode one and two were like my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it was on track to maybe be my favorite, uh, and then like it just completely fell off the rails. And like the there were different directors, and I think they directed chunks. So like one director did episodes one and two, uh, one did episode three, a different one did episode four and five, and I, then the guy who did three did six. I think, I and like you, you could meant, totally tell that. I thought you meant the chunks were like. So this director did the first eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then like you could see right here in the middle of this sentence, they switched directors. They switched directors, yeah. yeah no. um, they did chunks of the season, you not saw, the episodes. You saw the extra scene, right? I did see the extra scene. So now spoilers for Ms. Marvel. This yes. is the part that matters. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> I think... I think she didn't change. Obviously, it's... it's um, they like swapped. Yeah. They, they, like, teleported to where each other was. Yes. Which I don't know any reason why that would happen. Which is exciting, right? Like, I think the the director of that was... uh, The post-credit scene was directed by the person directing the Marvels, the the movie coming out. Mm. That's going to have both of them and Monica Rambeau. Um, That's going to be so cool to see Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel. They still haven't met. Yeah, like, so for those who have seen it now, Captain Marvel was in the post credit scene, but they like swapped places, it appears. 
uh, which is really wild. So, like, wherever Kamala ended up, she's wherever Ms. Marvel is, I presume, or Captain Marvel is, presumably, uh, and does not know that Captain Marvel is in her bedroom, yeah. <laughs> which will blow her mind. And I think the idea is that, like, uh, I think it was the Ant-Man post credit scene, they show a random scene of uh, Steve and Sam uh, interrogating Bucky when his arm is in that like hydraulic press, which is a s- scene straight out of Civil War. Like they right. literally, it is a scene in yeah. Civil War that we saw again in Civil War. I think that's kind of what we're seeing, where we're we're going to be watching the Marvels, and somewhere in the middle of it, they're going to like swap places, and we're going to see it from like Kamala's point of view. I think. Uh, or like we'll be following Captain Marvel and then something will happen and then Kamala will show up and then it'll we'll pick up the movie from there or something like that. It makes me curious about the term the Marvels. The Marvels. It was uh, I think it's going to be kind of like a family vibe, like maybe like a family trip or something like that, like Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel. And then um, I think her name is Photon, Monica Rambeau. But it makes me wonder. Yeah, just. The powers, how they got them, why they have them. Yeah. All this stuff. Are they human? Are they not human? Like all yeah. these things. Yeah. Very interesting thing. Which speaking of not a post credit scene, but like one of the last scenes of episode six was uh, fucking uh, Kirkland Farms, Peter Parker talking to Kamala saying, <laughs> saying like I did, I did a way advanced for me being in high school test on your blood and found out that you have a mutation in your blood. Yeah. Did you catch that? Yeah. So she's a mutant, which is not the case in the comics. She's technically an inhuman, which we all know how the inhumans went (laughs) in the Marvel (laughs) trying to make it a TV show thing. Yeah. I, again, it makes me more curious and interested. Yeah. Not excited. Just curious and interested. Which they did kind of touch on like she's had this power and the bangle like unlocked it. Unlocked it. it. So that would be a very interesting way to introduce mutants. We are all thinking of like, oh, the multiverse, they're all going to like come flooding in. But maybe there are a bunch of mutants. Just none of them have been unlocked. So there needs to be some conduit to unlock all the mutants. So maybe like Wolverine exists already in That's the MCU. What I'm this maybe we're building into yeah the X Men. He's just been exact. I think that's exactly what that was. But that makes it an, a new interesting way to introduce that. Like how Ultron was introduced is completely different than the comics. Hank Pym makes Ultron in the comics. Really? Yeah. But in the MCU, it's it's Iron Man and Bruce Banner like working together to make a shield around the Earth. Yeah. And it like it works so well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. but like when they announced Ultron, but they're like, but where's Hank Pym? Ant-Man's not even going to be in this one. Uh, and then, <laughs> that's what the internet sounds yes, like to I me. Yes, I know, I know. Um, but then it works so well. So like this, maybe this way to introduce mutants, it's they've, they've always been there. They just haven't been like activated. There needs to be something to activate them. That could be very cool. So like, I'm, I'm on board with that. And like, I don't care. Like, yeah, in the comics, she wasn't a mutant. That doesn't make any sense because they can do whatever the fuck they want. They can. And also, we've gotten like glimpses of it, right? Of mutants? Of X-Men. Yeah. We saw Professor X in... Quicksilver. Quicksilver... Con- oh. Don't forget. What if that is like... Don't forget. From <sighs> WandaVision. What if that is like another Quicksilver who is a mutant... But like hasn't had his powers be activated yet. 
It's like we still do get him. We still do get Evan Peters. So like that was a fake out and we're all like butthurt about it. But then it turns out to be a fake out fake out where he is actually Quicksilver. He's just not Quicksilver yet. Yes. And something needs to like activate him. That could be very cool. That's, That's very interesting. That's very interesting. We've gotten some we've gotten some 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 crumbs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've gotten some crumbs and it's like there's gotta be a pie somewhere, right? Like there's gotta be <laughs> These crumbs don't just appear for no reason. I smell apples. Yeah, blueberries. <laughs> like, there's no reason why we have crumbs but no pie. Yeah. Something happened. and Or something is... Something's there. Yeah. That's interesting. That's how I... That's how, I, that's how I'm perceiving all of this, yeah. at least. Um, Captain Marvel's new look. I'm into it. I'm into it, too. <laughs> I'm into it. Her, like, longer hair with, like, the side braid. Very cool look. I like she that. also looks, like, fit as fuck. Well, she's had some time to work out. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, well, two years. <laughs> yeah, but also like uh, uh, Brie Larson has been getting absolutely shredded. I think there's a. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say she's completely shredded, but I think there's a. She is, but go on. I mean, I follow her YouTube channel. Okay, I've seen her work out. Okay, <laughs> actually, I've seen her workouts. Okay, she's she's built. She's big. Yeah. She's not, when you say shredded. I think we mean different things. Yes, because when you say shredded, you know what I think of? I think of uh, Steve Rogers first being Steve Rogers coming out of the tube. That's shredded. Uh, that, to me, is yoked. No, that's shredded. Shredded, to me... <laughs> that's shredded. This... Okay, here's... That's that's her. She's shredded. Washboard abs. I got to see the shoulders. I got to see the striations in the arms. I got to see the quads. No, you're looking for yoked. I think shredded is different. I think shredded is lean. Okay. And muscly. Okay. Chris Evans coming out of the tube is fucking enormous and muscly. <laughs> like that dude has a pizza for breakfast and then works out for eight hours. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, she's had the, she's had the time to put in the work. So 100%. Yeah. It's just, I was going to say, I, I wouldn't want Miss Marvel to be like this. I I don't know. I think she, like the, the, the Brie Larson build, like of what you just showed me, like mm -hmm. Brie Larson's just her athletic in shape build. Mm -hmm. I would, I, I, I would feel weird if Miss Marvel was actually not Miss Marvel. I'm sorry. Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. I fucking hate the fact that, that there's multiple Marvel names. <laughs> and it's Marvel Studios. Yeah. But uh, if Captain Marvel looked like Captain America, mm. I would be like, that's not, it's not like it's a bad thing. It's just, it's so stereo. It's so expected of a superhero. Mm. Right. Like if you have like an ass that shows me that you're deadlifting 650 pounds for reps <laughs> You know what I mean? And you got shoulders that are just mountains. Are you talking right? about Chris Evans? No, I'm talking about Captain Marvel. Okay. If Captain Marvel looked <laughs> like that, I'd be like, that's so stereotypical. Okay. Give me like a more realistic build. Okay, right? sure, sure. And I think that's why Captain America is able to pull it off. It's because Iron Man, Tony Stark, is uh, he's in shape. He's athletic. Yeah. He's a guy in a yeah. suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when he's out of the suit, we're like... It's a guy who's in shape. Yeah. But when a, you see Captain guy. America, it's Jesus Christ. Super serum. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Jesus Christ size. And then Norse God. <laughs> yes. And then Norse God size, which yeah. is why I feel like it works. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've been watching too much fitness Instagram. Okay. Of girls deadlifting 600 pounds. I think that's what it is. 
think if that's like what you watch, <laughs> that might be too much. <laughs> I watch uh, fitness shit. So yeah, <laughs> like fitness shit. Yeah, dude. Like that, that's that's the thing. That's the thing, man. Um. So next on the Marvel agenda is She Hulk. It's, it's yes. going to be crazy long, like sixteen or twenty-four episodes or something. Are you? Are you worried about that show? Cautiously optimistic. Extreme, optimistic. Extremely cautious. Optimistic. Like, but extremely cautious. But optimistic. The CGI looked pretty, pretty, pretty gnarly. <laughs> pretty gnarly. Like gnarly, gnarly? No, like bleh. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-oh, they have a CGI character as their main character for an entire run of a TV show, and it doesn't look good in the trailers. <laughs> That's going to be a lot of editing to do. Uh, mm. But I mean, like Smart Hulk, Professor Hulk, whatever, looks incredible. Like Mark Ruffalo as Hulk, who can talk, um, looks absolutely incredible. So I know they can do it. It's just they haven't nailed it yet in the trailer that I've seen. But maybe they will. I don't know. This weekend's Comic Con, so but optimistic, you say? Because I think that's a really unique story. That's going to be like a. I don't know the story, so she's a lawyer and Bruce Banner's cousin. So, so she just randomly gets it activated. She, uh, I think she's sick or she has something. She has some illness or debilitation or something. I'm probably not saying the most politically correct word, but um, she needs help. Bruce Banner is like, eh, I could try zapping you with some gamma rays, maybe. Uh, probably won't do me. anything. And then, oops, turns out we, because we're cousins or whatever, we have the same blood. So she becomes kind of hulkish, but not like huge. Um, but like like smaller just like yoked a feminine green hulk feminine green tall very strong but not like like otherworldly strong like the hulk is <laughs> like how his his arms are the sizes of people's torsos <laughs> uh she's just very strong right like peak bodybuilder strong um and then she continues to be a lawyer and she's green and she's jacked <laughs> Um, and I think she has like anger issues or something, but, uh, but yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's a, like a completely different spin and she has her own villains and stuff like that, the, but, okay. uh, and she like fights, but she's also a lawyer. So she's also, people are expecting Matt Murdock to show up in this, uh, because he like daredevil has already started to cross over into the MCU. Like, he already showed up. Yeah. So, so they're, pr he's probably going to be like the antagonist of an episode where they're like in a court case against each other or maybe with each other. Um, but it's also like very tongue in cheek funny. It's also in the comics, pretty hypersexual, which I'm cautious about because it's very like bodybuilder, Baywatch, sexy, big green lady. I love to have sex all the time because I'm a strong fit lady and that's kind of weird. And they did kind of show that in the trailer. Like, they show her going on a bunch of dates and then carrying a guy into her bedroom. So it's like, I'm so strong. I'm going to curl you up into a little ball and do a bunch of sex stuff. So, I don't know. I'm a little I'm cautious about Amazon that. Amazon style on you. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Wish I could unhear that. <laughs> but you know what that is, right? I do. Okay. And we're going to move right on. <laughs> um, but I... I would feel weird having it be hypersexual because she's a very like she's a very cool character. And I, I think I, Marvel I, does have a lot of cool female characters. They don't all have to be the same like yes, strong independent but, woman. But, but like I like the fact that the only character that's that's kind of 
sexual in any way is Tony Stark. Yeah. And it's just and and it's just Tony fucks. I, <laughs> that dude likes to have sex. And yeah, then he just fucks. kind of Star Lord. Like our first introduction to him, he has a oh, yeah, random girl he didn't know about on yeah. his ship that he oh, clearly Oh hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Uh and there's there's probably a couple others here and there. But um but yeah, it's not really a thing that they, they touch on in the MCU and I I don't think they like aren't allowed to or they shouldn't, but like they definitely don't have to. I'm okay. So everything you just said, mm. I expect that to be what we see. Yeah, but yes, I can see a lot of this being deeper and darker than that. Okay, I, I can just see it. I think there it could get to some dark parts, but like I do know some of the idea of it is like it's going to be like serialized or episodic, whatever. Which one of those is like episodic? You don't have to watch them in order yeah. necessarily. Like one week is this court case and here's how she solves it by being smart and strong. And then another week is this court case and here's how she solves it by being strong and smart. Uh, and that's and when she like had that. too many glasses of white and she wants to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe. She's, she's in New York, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, lots of guys in New York, lots of good Jesus. bodies in New York. Um, but yeah, we have that. And then I think after that... In November is Wakanda Forever. Black Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think we're going to get a trailer for on Saturday. So how packed is that opening night? Wakanda Forever? No, Black Adam. Oh, Black, not? I don't know. What are you talking about? I don't think anybody gives a shit. You don't think so? I mean, it's probably going to do pretty well. It's The Rock and playing an anti-hero, similar powers as Shazam, ancient Egyptian, but is kind of bad. And some uh, pretty cool villain. Anti-hero. Yeah. I don't know. It'll probably be fine. Probably be like Aquaman. I don't think it's going to be like... Aquaman wasn't the worst movie. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm expecting it to be be around Aquaman. You want to know my my favorite part of Aquaman? Yeah. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Did the a mom. great job in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she kicked ass. And Tamara Morrison. Yes. He was pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, the, the parents were very The parents cool. were like the best part of that whole <laughs> movie. Like, like seriously. Yeah. Because they, yeah, yeah. they, it was, granted, it's not like they dominated the screen time, but yeah. they were just, I think they had a good story. The music was nice. Yeah. Agreed. What else you got going on? You got some weird notes in here. Uh, Do I? Yeah. You have... <laughs> I have one that I've had on there for a while, but I feel like I've kind of dominated this episode, so I want to give you a chance to... Is yours Tenet or The Harder They Fall? Nope, that was you. Have you seen either of those yet? Nope. Um, have you? Yes, I have both. <laughs> because it's it's in there, so... Um, I said, well, Chris wants me to watch one or both, so I watched both. I, I didn't want you to watch one or both. I did. I've never seen The Harder They Fall. You have and told me to watch it. Oh, and then I think the same thing with Tenet. <laughs> you told me to watch, and so fuck you. Wow. Fuck them. Wow. Fuck them. Wow. Look at this aggression. This Learn from the aggression, best. Right. Uh, okay. All right. I'll let you choose. What do you? What do you want to? <laughs> one of your crazy ones. I don't even know how to read one of them. Like I don't know where to inflect because it's not a <laughs> sentence. Those words aren't in the right order. We're gonna go with that one because we can't <laughs> leave the people waiting. <clears throat> 
<laughs> 12 to 14, face off, capital F, fight. <laughs> 12 to 16, slash prime, childhood ripeness, question mark? Reading that again, 12 to 14, like the number 12 dash the number 14, face off. N- no punctuation, and then a capital fight, <laughs> and then 12 to 16, slash prime, childhood ripeness? <laughs> I'm worried to ask you what this means because I don't like the term prime childhood ripeness. <laughs> begin. We shall begin with clarifying the first point, the yes. first part of this. And I yeah. need you to be honest with me here. Yeah. In your opinion. Yes. In oh your experience. God. Yeah. For yourself. What would you say is the age range for prime childhood ripeness in terms of video game performance jesus christ <laughs> i was so nervous <laughs> i had no no idea what the fuck you could even mean by all that prime the prime video game performance from a child are you talking about 12 to 14 or 12 to 16 i'm asking you what you think prime childhood video game performance Ripeness. I guess if we're calling it child, I would say 17 and 11 months. 17, 11 months, you think? Right yeah. Right before you hit 18? I was best at video games right out of high school. Really? Yeah, in my like college years. That's when everybody's the best at video games. I'm okay. worse now than I was in college. Okay. Maybe. Probably. I'm rusty. Okay. Um, yeah, I think the oldest. But like... Yeah, definitely, like, rule of thumb, I think the oldest. I think the older you are, the better you get. I don't know. I've gotten, I've gotten, I've gotten my cheeks clapped by, like, (laughs) 10-year-olds in Warzone. Because that's all they do. I murk them. That's what I'm saying. So, why are you saying that's the age when I'm telling you about the clappage from these 10-year-olds in Warzone that after I get them back after respawning three times, I hear them scream and I go, oh my gosh, that was a single digit child. Peak video game ripeness means you challenge a child to four video games. They pick one, you pick one, they pick one, you pick one. Winner take all. Whoever outperforms the other one. It needs to be one of each game styles, like an RTS, an FPS. Warzone, Mario Kart, Overwatch, (laughs) and then like hearthstone <laughs> or like minecraft or no, no, something. it would be Warzone, and then yeah. it would probably be Fortnite. those would be the kid ones yeah yeah they'd absolutely own you they would <laughs> they would but, wipe no the this is why there. i say that doesn't count and it's because each person's going to be more accustomed to their style of game i'm wondering five random games Okay, so here, spin so, the wheel on a giant wheel of no, 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 no. Game. So, so, so here's I got the idea actually from Markiplier because he was he was talking about this. Do you think you right now, not this very second, yeah, but you right now, at your age, yeah, in this life, in this life, uh, in this lifetime, <laughs> where you are in life right now, <laughs> after the accumulation of all you've gone through, all your life experiences, with your why are you laughing? <laughs> Because the sentence is taking forever. <laughs> Just you who you are now, if you were to optimize yourself to maximum potential yeah. for a for a day of back and forth against you Ooh. at your prime Ooh. ripe age, whatever ripe age you were. Yeah. 
for your best gaming self, who would win? You now or you then? Can I choose the then? Because 20 yeah. year old me is beating me over at almost every video game. You think so? 20. You think so? I think when I was 20, yeah. Really? Yep. I had the least amount of life and the <laughs> most amount of video games. <laughs> I was in community college working at GameStop. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Okay. You were in the arena every day. Yeah. <laughs> I got the fucking headband on. <laughs> Chugging the Mountain Dew. Literally. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. I'd probably have like 10 liters of Mountain Dew a week. I would say probably me right before I started drinking. <laughs> 1920. What? If you can pinpoint the downfall of your video game skills to one moment. Well, because I started spending more time drinking than playing video games. Wow. Uh, yeah, interesting. So, like, I'm a social what, butterfly. What time were we talking? Like 1920. 1920. Yeah, yeah. 1920. Ah, uh, not 1819. Because I actually didn't game as much in college. Okay, interesting. So, are we talking like actually after no? College? So you know what? So you know what? Yeah, maybe for me after college. Yeah. Right. I don't know. See, it's I, not childhood. I don't know because like. I was I was a little demon at like 14, 15. <laughs> I think I'm 29 now. If you get a copy of me from every year in my life since I was 13, 13, 14, 15, that's 16 of me. I did the math before I started the sentence. And we did a 16 player single elimination bracket of like a bunch of different video games. The that's definitely there's going to be a bell curve around the 20 years old. I think the 19 year old and the 21 year old might take a couple games depending on the well, game. There's a little difference because you I'm taking Mario Kart. Right. But you at 20 at what you're saying for the curve of your life yeah. of your life to uh, uh, your your that time in your life. Yeah. You were like deployed. Right. <laughs> so like, does that really count? I was in, in the trenches. Yeah. You were you were just in the in the in the suck like <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean for a year at least i remember being f like a 14 yeah 14 15 and having to i i don't do i don't do this now mm -hmm. i don't do this now mm -hmm. and i had to wipe the sweat off my hands because of the controller was getting too slick i do that because <laughs> i was, I, was <laughs> <laughs> I did that play minecraft last night bud <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyways, you got too healthy, man. That's that's your downfall of video games. You know what's funny? I I am way healthier now. Yeah, that's I was, your, that's you know your what problem. I was eating at that at that age range, video game fuel. No, at that at that age range, I was eating. I I still remember it was a four piece dollar menu McNugget. Yeah, it was a, a McChicken. Yeah, it oh was God. it was a More double lettuce. cheese. Yeah, right. And then it was an apple pie. Okay, Along, all of that at once. Yes. That's a lot of food, well, bud. Not including the, the the small fries and drink. Jesus, it was a dollar menu meal. Okay, yo, and so then they came out with those was like six or seven. What were those things they came out with? Snack wraps. Oh, yeah, it was like little tortilla yeah, fried chicken yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, chicken, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I had that shit <laughs> yeah. too. Oh yeah, dude, dude. I was a demon. All right, I was a fucking demon. Yeah. I was sweating, holding the controller, white knuckling and gripping. I could hear the plastic straining, like the <laughs> connectors on the border, because it's the top layer and the bottom layer, and you have that like that bevel that goes around. Oh and yeah. And I could hear that crack. The creak. Yeah, because yeah. Because yeah. I was. I was squeezing and I was I was I was just so fucking fueled up on garbage and I was just sweating because I was just trying to be a little demon and my hands my fingers were slipping. It's not even sweaty, it's greasy. Your hands were <laughs> greasy. 
whether or not there was grease on them, there was grease coming out of them. It wasn't sweat. It was just I was, chicken grease. I still play hard now, but I am tired. I am old. I work 40 hours a week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got miles on this body. I got miles on these eye holes. So it's, brain. it's a completely different gaming experience where I still try hard, but I'm not really sweating the same and I'm not performing the same. Yeah. And I actually think... Young me would fucking slap me around a little bit. Yeah. I think young me would slap me around a bit. Real quick check in on the title of this topic. 12 to 14 face off fight 12 to 16 prime childhood ripeness. What does the first half of that mean? Oh, uh, did you think 12 to 14 would have been the prime ripe Asian? If so, would it be 12, 16? So not just now versus then us now versus us back then. But if you took the two segments of your age pre-college. Yeah. And then like like a thirteen year old versus a sixteen year old essentially. No, you at thirteen versus yeah. you at sixteen. Me at thirteen versus yeah. me at sixteen. Who's winning? Who's winning? I think sixteen. Really? Yeah, sixteen. I mean, talking me specifically, sixteen year old had a PS3. Thirteen year old didn't have a PS3. Well, you want to play PS3 games. What are we playing? You play games that the thirteen year old had. Oh. Okay. Because you had that experience sure, as a sixteen sure, sure. year old. Interesting. So, that, so we're that's how you keep like it Mario fair. Mario Kart Double Dash. Yep. That's how you keep it fair. We're talking about Melee. That's what I'm saying. Okay, interesting. Yeah, see? We're talking about Age of Empires. Yep. Two. One. Or two. Command and Cocker yep. shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, interesting. Interesting. Hmm. See? It's, 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 a, it's a thought, right? You got to mm. think. You got to think back about those days. Do you remember, like, playing old video games and just, like taking forever to get past certain levels my cousin today actually while we were working out texted me a video of uh it's her it's her boyfriend's 30th birthday and just sent like a kind of a panorama video of what they're doing and they what have they have lord of the rings music on in the background uh they're having some like summer kind of shandy drinks i don't know exactly what it was some something foamy in a glass okay uh, and they're foamy playing in a glass okay they're playing lord of the rings the two towers on ps2 did you ever play that game? Yes. One of the best it was games fantastic. of all time. It was fantastic. And I remember it being so hard. But like it was so getting, fun. Getting past the Helm's Deep level is like a so grind. Fun. But then playing it today is like a fucking cakewalk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like definitely I, that's why I think the older you get. Because like as a child, I never beat Crash Bandicoot, the original Crash Bandicoot. I couldn't even get very far into that game, like less than halfway. I never beat Banjo-Kazooie. Sure. But I loved (laughs) Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, and now it's like hard not to beat it. Like you would get bored (laughs) before you would give up. Uh, Like you would stop playing it now because you're so bored. Um, So yeah, it's it's interesting. I I just think with age and more experience, you're just inherently better at video games. Like, think of 13-year-old... Think of 13-year-old you with 13-year-old you's experience versus now you playing Warzone. But I'm playing against 13-year-olds now. Yeah, but they're 13-year-olds now. Think of... Think of... You pull 13-year-old you forward from the past. You pluck him out of the past and bring him into the future. He's never played Warzone, but he plays video games all the time. Him versus you in Warzone, you're I probably, I probably you're absolutely wiping the floor with him. I am not. Do I you me- think so. Do you remember how fast and easy? Well, okay. First of all, some context. You play video games all the time. 
No. No. So no, how these many, days I watch more TV than I play video games. How often do you play video games? Um, depends on how annoying my friends are about getting me to play video games. <laughs> so which, you, you don't even play single player games? Occasionally. I'm I talking do. booting up and playing a game, a video game, yourself or with friends. I can tell you right now, I play Sunday nights, mm-hmm. Monday nights, Tuesday nights. Okay. You play three days a week? Sometimes Fridays and Saturdays. Okay, you play more video games than I do. Okay. So? So. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. Yeah. I would get a run for my money from 13-year-old me if I plucked him and put that, hey, here's Warzone, here are the controls. Yeah. 100%. Do you know how fast you pick up games at that age versus now? Dude, you should have seen me playing Red Dead Redemption 2 for the first time. I was just, what? Wait a minute. So I can like crouch and then I can aim, but then I hold this to switch the gun and then I reload and then I can hold that again to get to my med kit and then I can click that to run and then I click that to hide behind cover and then I hold this to peek behind cover and then I press that to jump to next cover. Like... I think, though, there are so many systems in modern games that 13-year-old me has never seen before. So, like, you just listed one. Red Dead, the weapon wheel. We never had weapon wheels. Yeah, we did. We had press triangle to change the weapon and keep pressing triangle until you get to the one you want. Uh, Maybe D-pad. Left for pistol, up for shotgun, right for D-pad. assault rifle, down for sniper or something like D-pad. that. We had D-pad. No, no, no. We definitely did. Um, uh, Like Elder Scrolls. More of a weight. A weapon wheel? Baldur's Gate. Like you hold a button and open up a wheel with all your weapons on it? We had to open up a, like an option screen. Like a select. menu, yeah, sure. Yeah. But like weapon wheel is like you're on the fly, you're riding a horse, bad guys are coming, you hold L1, it slows down time a little bit, you select the dual pistols, you let go, now you're holding two pistols and you can shoot. I never experienced that as a 13-year-old. That is something new I needed to learn for Red Dead. But now the next game that introduces a weapon wheel, I got it. 13-year-old me? I've killed him three times before he's figured it out. I don't know. I think you highly underestimate the power of, of the of the younger generation. No, no. You're talking about like the agility. I'm talking about the raw experience. I'm talking about the raw unbridled. Who's better potential. at who's better at knowing how to fix a, a a new car? A car that you've never fixed, you current you have never fixed, and a car that 13-year-old you has never fixed. You don't have to then we're not talking about like the strength to be able to like pick things up and out of the car and yank things off of the car. We're just talking about the knowledge to like maybe direct someone on what to do. That's not the same. It's knowledge. It's experience. It's not the same. You've fixed enough cars so you know That's not hand-eye coordination. But but there's something there. There's some overlap there of like knowing... The 13-year-old has never experienced lug nuts. Like doesn't know what to do with a lug nut. Doesn't know their purpose. Doesn't know like. So why would they be put in that situation when I give them a controller? Why for would thirteen-year-old you ever play Warzone? <laughs> because they're playing on a console. <laughs> they're playing an FPS game on a console with a controller. I give them another console with a controller, and I say, "Here, keep playing." Yeah. Wow, you're getting like eighty frames. Look I, at that. I will say, thirteen-year-old me plopping a controller in his hair, a hand and playing Red Dead Two on an HDR flat-screen TV in 4K, mind blown. <laughs> Like, literal disbelief, we'd probably seen a 13-year-old uh, uh, cry. <laughs> like. <laughs> Can you, have, dude, what game came out that we thought it was the most realistic thing ever back when we were 13? <laughs> um, I Like, GTA 4? Probably not when I was 13. That came out when I was like 14 or 15, maybe. 
But like GTA four is like, Oh my, have, have you seen like how shiny the streets are when it rains? The original uncharted, you could run through a puddle and his pants get wet only up to his knees. That's crazy. Now you can see like raindrops on, <laughs> on, on, uh, John Marston's coat. <laughs> I remember call of duty and it was, it would be like you'd be running down a hall and then an explosion would happen, which would trigger like a cutscene yeah. and dialogue. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm in it. I'm in it. And now it's, it's it would take you, it would remove the controls from your hands and put you on rails and make you watch a little video. And yeah. you're like, wow. Yeah. But now it like happens in the game. Like you're still yes. running, but you're like tripping over and yep. stuff like that. And your yep. character is just shouting and it's all like contextual and things like that. I also remember when Battlefield 3 came out, that's when they unreal unveiled the Frostbite engine, the first mm-hmm. iteration of the Frostbite engine. That was unbelievable. You could see like uh, like dust particles in the sunbeams. Now it's like, this game is shit. If it doesn't have that. <laughs> Ugh. Man. I, okay. You are clearly superior at your age. I am aware of the power of the younger generation. And I believe younger me would would clap my cheeks. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think younger me has the agility and the drive to figure that shit out and the energy 20 year old me ha- is deployed like you said <laughs> in the trenches literally that's all i did i would every birthday every christmas every paycheck would go into playstation network gift cards except on the psn launched and that was like indie game central i had hundreds of video games for like five ten twenty dollars a pop like little things like uh you played limbo or inside yeah. right like yeah. that type of shit limbo came out when i was like 20 um that game's old uh so like that game i was like oh my god games can be so little and have such an impactful story and like little cool little unique types of gameplay and it doesn't all have to be call of duty and assassin's creed and stuff like that yeah and i was like oh, assassin's so, creed was so, oh, so realistic good. too yeah but looking back now dog shit <laughs> buggy as hell yeah but um, yeah, I was just so immersed in the world of video games and I picked up so many different skills from playing so many different things and I was so fluent in it at the time. And now like I have all that experience, but I'm rusty. So I think those are the three versions of me. Maybe like 14 is peak like drive, but little money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, mean, I wanted to play all, all the video games. All I know is that my N64 joystick would would be eaten away by the corners because of how fast and hard I would move it. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, that I'm just saying. And then you, feel- you'd pick up some N64 controllers, you do the little jiggle jiggle to see if the joystick would wobble too much. Yeah. It's like, nope. And then you would touch it and it would be too loose. It's like, yeah. nope, bad. Which, by the way, I fixed a few of those. I had like four. How do you fix those? You open them up, uh, blow them out with air. You have to take apart the joystick component, blow it out with air, and put some plastic lube in it brand new really like i was shocked at how much better like it's back to being stiff and like like fresh out of the box snappy springy it's just it's um because it's hard plastic against hard plastic the more you rub it the more you play mario kart it's literally like sanding down the hard plastic Mm. and the little particles get stuck in the corners and all the moving moving parts so it gets sticky so instead of the spring pushing it back and forth the spring is trying to but it's stuck against like the plastic Ah, goop that's in there so you clean it out put some lube and then the spring is like i can work again and like the spring has been fine the whole time it's just you cleaned all the plastic out wow. of it. So I, I did that to a couple of mine before I played um, 
um, when I was doing my Twitch thing of playing through the Zelda games, I was like, I gotta get one of these controllers in tip-top shape. I also, there's a mod that you could buy where you could put a GameCube joystick on an N64 controller, like that's really smooth eight diagonal game stick. How's it feel? It's comfy. It it's, uh, responds really weirdly in a couple games. Like the corners aren't very good when you go up diagonally. Oh, uh, yeah. Isn't very good, but it's very comfortable. But anyway, that's a weird tangent. Um, yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Makes me want to play uh, old video games again. Yeah. It makes me want to. And it you know what's crazy? Mm. Some games. Come right back. It's weird. It's like, wait, what What was this and this? Okay, got it. And I'm just right back into it, and it's just... And credits. I beat it. I played this game so much. Holy shit. Uh, I just had that experience with Portal. They just released Portal really? 1 and Portal 2 on the Switch, um, and I wanted to show my girlfriend for the first time. And I, after, like, 45 minutes, I was halfway through the game, and she's like, when is this tutorial over? And I was like, oh, this is a game. You want to win two games or that for me? Yeah. Uh, ready to rumble boxing sure <laughs> and star wars pod racing yes <laughs> i'm just wait what is boost again and then left break left air break right air break. okay i'm good and then <laughs> and then you time it you time the boost and then you got to hold the repair oh, so if something good. overheat yep very uh, very good yep. see let's see it's already like it's, it i gotta go back right there i gotta go dig up my ps3 when i get home <laughs> whenever whenever i get to a place that is bigger than here yes hopefully a house that's not a a rental property yeah there will be a room a game room because i have my n64 i have a nintendo i have a fat boy xbox you have a crt first gen old tv i have two of them (gasps) dude you gotta have the game room and that's not even including all of her stuff that she has yeah she's a bigger retro gamer than i am yeah oh yeah 100 percent. it's it's the thought of having just the setups yes of just you know what i haven't played ready to rumble in a while Oh, you did the cartridge thing. <laughs> Dude, you got to have the dorm room in your whatever house you get. Get a futon. No couch. Futon. Futon. Oh, dude. Yes. Beanbag chair. Yes. Dude, my big mini circle fridge. chair. My big circle. Circle chair. The mini fridge. Chair. Dude. Mini fridge is in the garage. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's all ready. So when are you getting a house? <laughs> I mean, if anybody wants to help, we're going to open a GoFundMe. And yeah. We can... <laughs> um, to be awesome. real, though, it... it yeah, you know, um, thinking about rooms, it's like maybe there's a podcast slash game room. Maybe. Right? Yeah. Depends maybe. on how many uh, bedrooms we're talking in this place. I think you could rock a three-bedroom, have the guest be the futon, and that's the game room. Second bedroom is office. First bedroom is bedroom. Yeah, so you have knows? bedroom, office for working in podcasts, and then... All I know is that I have... Games. Two CRTs. One is literally the TV I used to game on back when I was growing up with the N64. That <laughs> made my heart skip a beat. That's so and I good. remember my parents were saying, can we throw this out because you're reorganizing the room? I said, nope. No. Nope. They said, why? And I said, because this TV means something to me. It has fake wood panels going around the outside and the front where I have to flip open the notch to hit the power button. <laughs> oh, and all the, the text on all the buttons is rubbed off. Yep. And I was like, <laughs> and I have to, it, when you turn around, you hear it. Like the, yeah, yeah. You like hear it go on and you hear it warm up. Yep. Just, nope. I'm going to use this again at some point in my life. Remember when you could tell that a TV was on without hearing the TV? <laughs> like it would just like tingle your ears. Yep. The electric hum. That's like too quiet to hear. 
Yeah. Or yeah. just like a... Yep. Like you would feel it in your neck bones. <laughs> yeah. Man. That is... Uh, so I still have that in the basement. That's at, incredible. Uh, at my family's house. And I'm ready to use it um, to set up the N64. I'm ready to help you use it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I still have my... I, I, I brought my PS3... Uh, to my mother's and uh, I remember I booted it up for the first time in since I don't know 2000 and 2011 and I was I had a game I think it was I think it was I think it was Battlefield or Call of Duty it was Call of Duty I think it was Black Ops and I was just I haven't played this in so long let's see how it is and I started playing it and I was thinking this is dog shit <laughs> this is like under 720p this is like 20 frames per second this is so bad this is a ps3 yeah this was the shit yeah it was cutting edge i can't believe <laughs> is this bad yeah we had lines out the door at gamestop for that game and i played it i got it at midnight for weeks <laughs> i got it at my room my roommate dragged me to go get it he's like i'm good in black ops 2 you want it and i was like i mean not really he's like you're getting no, it let's go let's go yeah yeah exactly <laughs> You got to drive us. You got the car. And I was like, I really don't want it. He's like, shut up. Get in the fucking car. We're going. Midnight releases in the mid 2000s, mid 2010s was unlike anything else in the world. Like that was, that's like one of my happy places is like manning the line, entertaining the line at GameStop and like having a cooler full of Mountain Dews for everybody waiting in line and having video game competitions and giving away the free t-shirts that Activision sent us and people walking over to Target real quick before they close to get the Pizza Hut and like bring over a bunch of pasta and pizza and like just eating it at the counter and just like chatting with all the regulars that come in all the time. You know what I miss? Hmm. And I know we're going along so we can end it on this on this on this final thing. Yeah. I'm not judging you when I say this. I want you to know that. This has nothing to do with you. I'm excited. This is has to do with me. Yeah. This is a comment and reflection about me. Okay. Yes. I miss the days when I would and could do and eat when and what I wanted. I'm so offended. <laughs> Don't body shame me. Whenever. Yeah. Like back in the day when it was, I'm going to have a beer and some cold pizza from the fridge at one in the morning. I'm going to have a nice IPA and a cold beer and fucking play Battlefield for another hour. Almost me last Friday. <laughs> I had a PBR that I added pineapple juice to to make Ooh, kind of like that? delicious. It's my new summer drink. Oh shit! Okay. Um, those little uh, the twelve packs of Dole pineapple yeah. juice in the little tiny cans. Yeah, the glug glugs. One of yeah. the glug glugs. <laughs> a whole glug glug with a whole like tall boy can of uh, a tall boy. So not a 16. tall boy, but the the yeah sixteen like the monster energy sized cans. Uh, is that a tall boy? I feel like a tall boy is even taller, like an Arnold Palmer size. I think that's a big boy. Oh, <laughs> big boy. <laughs> Whatever. The 16 ounce with a whole glug glug of pineapple juice in a mason jar. Uh, really, really good. And then cold leftover pizza from a work event. <laughs> and I played Minecraft. <laughs> and I, it was like 1130 at night. So pretty. <laughs> Let me tell you, from someone who's still in that point in their life, it's pretty fucking great. The heartburn sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, what I mean. The heartburn really sucks. There's consequences now. But but the moment is great. <laughs> There's consequences now. Back in the day, there were there was no consequences. You woke yeah. up, you took a shit, and then you just went about your life. 
<laughs> you took a shit and you're like, woo, I'm a child. Yeah. Anyway, nowadays, my life. it's like, I have, I have like, do I have like reflux? Do you have heartburn? <laughs> oh, you I just take that purple me, pill. She make me gassy. Yeah. <laughs> am I going to be able to sleep throughout the night? Do I to, uh, am I going to wake up and like suffer? Vibe. This is a very nostalgic episode. I needed this today. This is great. I miss that feeling. So I remember making cheese quesadillas at 12 o'clock at night with my friend when I slept over and he would get one flour tortilla, shredded Mexican cheese, pile it across, mm. get another tortilla, put it on top. Yeah. Microwave 30 seconds. Microwave. Cut, cut, cut. Oh, yeah, because you have to eat it right away to get back downstairs. <laughs> this was Halo for waits for nobody, buddy. This is for speed, not for flavor. Yeah, Halo waits for nobody. I used to be super into the uh, quesadilla. That was my 20-year-old peak gamer fuel. Well, oh, it was quesadilla on a pan. That was me in middle school. Um, see. Well, you're talking about heating stuff on a pan. We didn't have cooking skills. We were at an age where you couldn't cook. Sorry, quesadillas? <laughs> yeah, we couldn't We couldn't cook. Make hot. <laughs> Wait until cheese melts. We were Flip. in middle school. Make hot. Yeah, Eat. we weren't opening the stove. Oh, we should get the nonstick. Like, we weren't thinking about that. Oh, what kind of oil? No, let's get a... No, rub it with... Let's get a high... Let's get a high temp oil. Go get the vegetable oil. Like, no. Whatever butter you have, spray butter if you need. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was microwave, buddy. That's As a kid... It's interesting. As a kid, all we, all you had was... We had microwave... That was Hungry Man dinners. Yeah. You kidding me? That was stovetop frozen dinners. though. That sucks. No, they I have, don't. I've made... Uh... No, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> Absolutely not. I promise I'm not going to have one. That cheese gets like molten lava melted. So when you cut it and you pull it, it's still like it got gooey. the cheese pull, the cheese uh, gooey pull. You have that. But no crisp. Just all soft. Yeah. Yuck. I promise I won't have one, but I do have all the ingredients at home to make one of these when I get home. <laughs> You're not going to. I have large white flour tortillas and You're not a going big to. bag, Costco bag of Mexican cheese. You're not going to. No, I'm not. You have a big bag of Mexican cheese though? Yeah, the Costco double big bag. Yeah, of I know, I know, what, I know what bag you're talking about. We always have some of that cheese in the house. Where do you put it on the most? Tacos. We make tacos. Oh, you don't shredded okay. chicken, homemade pico, okay. corn tortillas. Okay, toasted on the on the stove. Okay, crunch, crunch, crunch. I found that if you make rice, I don't know if you have a rice cooker. Yeah, you make rice. Yeah, it finishes. You like fluff it a little bit. You close it. You wait a little bit. You open it again. You take some butter, you put butter, salt, you get a little bit of lime juice, you squeeze some lime juice, you close, you wait for the butter to just get completely liquefied, open it up, cheese, you stir no. shit. <laughs> you make cheesy rice? Yep. And if you want, if you if you need more protein, you get some beans, get some black beans. beans. Yeah, yeah. Just rinse them out. Maybe some cilantro? Some cilantro, throw oh. it all in there. That's all oh. you need. <laughs> You get a bowl of like cheesy cilantro, lime, bean, rice, and beans. Literally, this is dinner tomorrow. That's what. That's all we you have. Need. All the ingredients. And if, in it, the house. if it's not enough flavor, get some hot sauce. Oh, <laughs> some dabs. We have so sauce. many options for hot sauce. If at you home. need texture difference, just have some chips. Uh, <laughs> crunch, and then you just get the no. The you don't crunch. Mush. You just throw a bunch of chips in there. Oh. You just have crunchy rice chip slop bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, how you man. do it, buddy. This That's is long, and my mouth is watering, okay, and I need okay. to go home and play PS3. <laughs> Thank you for this. Yes, of course. Anytime, anytime. Goodbye. Bye.
I want to soak up the sun. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good pickup. Thank you. Do we sound good? I don't know. I think so. Let's try.